This is for all the girls who grew up without strong geek role models to help them discover their geek dreams. For everyone who's ever been quizzed about their video game knowledge because those are plenty. Geek Hearing is working to bring female identifying geeks into the prime to be the role models, dreams and voices. About to show these boys how we do it. Higher, further, faster, baby. It's not about deserve. I'm not an owl! A girl has no name. There is something supernatural at work here. It's about what you believe. Did I stop on your mom? Guardian Leviosa. From now on, you do as I do. May the odds be ever in your favor. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? Welcome to Geek Hearing, a critical geek culture podcast where we talk the good and the bad parts of being a chick in a male-dominant environment. Was it even properly correct? It was. You did a good job. Two thumbs up. Two thumbs up. Hi, my name is Monica and with me today is my lovely, amazing Gloria still in quarantine um, and a bit annoyed with Monday, co-host Amanda. Wow. Hi. That sucked. I'm, I'm Amanda. I don't know why I said that. Obviously, Amanda, <laughs> you just introduced me. Sometimes it's necessary to repeat the name so that people keep the name in their brain. Insane in the membrane. Whatever. Hi. Hi. I haven't done that in a while. Can you notice? <laughs> <laughs> it has been a while since you've done an introduction here, and and I I enjoyed it. Well, how's it going? It's going pretty good. I've been living my best life. How's it going over there? Also living the best life, but not in reality, I would say. Yeah, me neither. That's why we have people <laughs> over today. Yeah, because. We've all been crossing quite some animals and we thought it is a really good opportunity to invite an amazing new guest on. An amazing new guest. An amazing guest. We know her for a while. So hi, Beate. Hi. Applause. I totally was expecting applause and it wasn't coming. So I was like, what's wrong? <laughs> it's not like an animal crossing where it happens every time something good happens. That is true. You catch a fish, someone applauds for you. You do something nice, someone applauds for you. They get angry. They've never got gotten angry at me, though, I guess. I've never had somebody clap for me catching a fish. When you stand next to someone and you're fishing or catching a bug or something, then they clap for you. Really? That's yeah. so cute. Or if you pay off your loan or something, it happens all the time everywhere. Oh, yeah, I've had it when they when I pay off a loan or something, but I guess I haven't fished next to anybody before. I was just like, whoa, did people just like run up to you and clap when you get in the game more? Like, that's really cool. I do think they start to talk with each other more. That's what I noticed on the weekend. Yep. So that's what it seems like. Anyway, so let's just elaborate a bit what's going on today. So since we're all living hashtag quarantine life and... It was a really great coincidence from Nintendo, I would say, to bring out something that's called Animal Crossing New Horizons, which is the new game of Animal Crossing, which I don't even know how old it actually is. Properly old, I guess. It's pretty old. I think the first one came out on the N64 back in the 90s. So it's been around for, for just a little while. In the and 90s. I think the last one was also definitely more than eight years old, I think, but I, I'm not 100% sure. I just wikipedia that real quick. Uh, the last game was released in 2012, which is eight years, if you can do maths properly, which I don't, but I believe would be it to said. And the first one came out in 2001. 2001, I thought it was the 90s, but was it the Maybe. N64? Was I at least right on that fact? Yes. yes, very correct on that fact. I mean, to be fair, wow, that's a long time ago. <laughs> 
that is a long time. It's like 19 years. Jeez. Wow. Well, this is the first time I'm ever playing Animal Crossing, and I have to say, like, I, I'm I'm obsessed with it. Maybe not as much as you guys, but I think I just haven't had as much opportunity to play. I don't know because I'm also doing about. like a hundred things. I mean, you're also playing all other things, and you don't have that. I mean, you probably have it, but not like me, where I'm like binging shit until the cow comes home, and then then do nothing for ever, and then find something else to binge on. Forever. Yeah, you are a bit of a binger. <laughs> well, same life. for me though. <laughs> <laughs> so you were you were wrapping quite some hours with Stardew Valley, is what I saw. But I think that's her past that now. Yeah, like that was a few months ago. Like we we had a very strong go with Marty um, when we were in Barcelona and it was raining and his <laughs> ankle wasn't doing so well. So we were like gaming in bed in Barcelona, which is kind of a boozy <laughs> thing to do. Like you're on holiday somewhere and you're gaming in bed. Um, so that happened. Um, and yeah, I have played Stardew Valley before and I had heard that Animal Crossing is actually really closely related to, uh, well, actually the other way around, Stardew Valley was created some parts of it out of love for Animal Crossing and I had never played Animal Crossing. So now coming to it, I can see all the parallels so much. Uh, nice. Yes, also total newbie into the Animal Crossing world. I don't even know why. I mean, I, technically, I do know why, because I actually do hate all the games where I have to farm and stuff and do chores. And all I do now is farm and do chores, and I'm really enjoying it. So I don't know what happened in the last couple 19 years, but something switched, apparently. And now I we all love it. it's definitely an element of how damn cute it is. Um, I guess yeah. so. But also, like, there's some kind of satisfaction. Like, I'm not into something like Farming Simulator or, like, Farmville. Do you remember that when that first came out on Facebook games? And it was like, oh, this is weird. And, like, I played it for a little bit. And I was like, but why? But why? So there's, I, I think there's a lot more element to it. And it's just enjoyable. And it's got good music. And it's really fucking cute. I mean, yeah. what I... When I was thinking about it, why is it even? Why is it that this time I'm so totally obsessed? Obsessed. It's. I think it's also the attention to detail that they put in because when you're running and you don't wear shoes, it sounds different. And when you're running with shoes on or whatever ground you're running on, it all sounds different. And if you walk over, over a manhole, that sounds different. If you hit the manhole with something, it sounds different. When you hit the ground, and it's like, wow, there's so much in there that the people had to think about where you're like, what the fuck is even going on? I mean, I see how that now took eight years to to develop. I don't know if the previous ones were as in-depth as that one is. Gosh, and I'm like stand sitting here th thinking, you get manholes in this game? What? <laughs> <laughs> <I> mean... <laughs> you can't open them, but they're a decorated item that you can get at the ATM thing. Yeah. Yeah. I bought one just so that I have one in my town. <laughs> I can <laughs> confirm I saw it in one... my town. <laughs> because one needs a manhole. I mean, the name in English for me as German-speaking person is really intense that you call that manhole because, wow. But <laughs> whatever, man. Yeah, I have no idea. I, I cannot defend the English language for that one. <laughs> but... In English, at least, it makes sense. In German, that's one of the few words, you know, German is usually a language that has like all these words that make sense, like a sloth is a lazy animal and stuff like that. Um, where in German, this is not really a word that makes sense to me. Like it's the one thing where 
the English one is kind of makes sense. Goalie decker? Yeah. What hmm. the heck is goalie? I have no fucking clue. It sounds <laughs> Sounds like a song. It does sound like a song. Goolie, 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 ram, tam, tam, whatever. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> so if you haven't like... noticed, I am German too. Well, yeah, let's, let's get some introduction here to Birte for those who don't know her, because Monica and I know Birte, we've known her for a pretty long time, like three years more mm-hmm. than that, I think. Yeah, a while. Th- three years, roughly, yeah. Yeah, so let's just dive into some rapid fire, and then we're going to head on right back over to Animal Crossing. So Birte, where are you from? I am from Germany, though I am living in Copenhagen now. And... We think you're a geek. Do you think you're a geek? Um, yeah, I didn't think my, of myself as a geek for a long time, not in the traditional way, but I have discovered that, yes, yes, I am a geek. <laughs> Welcome. I know. <laughs> was I a geek? Was I not I don't think that was actually the geeky part, but yes. <laughs> And I've made you interested. Definitely something to talk about. <laughs> so tell us a story of like when you first realized that you were a geek. That's actually difficult to say um, because I don't think I realized until late. I mean, I've never been one of the very popular kids or anything, uh, rather the opposite. But um, I, you know, like... I guess I always had geeky things about me, but really realizing it probably only now in the last two, three years where, you know, I've been in a relationship with Marty now and I'm around you guys and <laughs> I just realized how geeky I actually am and like started to embrace it. And I think actually geek herring is a bigger part of that than you guys realize that, Aww. you know, me actually embracing that part about myself um, because I probably have been geeky for way longer, but only realizing that is is more of a newer development. Aww. Aww. That gave me all the good feels. Yeah, I have a tissue here. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't expect to use it for tears, but no. No, I'm really touched that we've helped you in your geek awakening. (laughs) Geek awakening. (laughs) (laughs) We showed you the water. The water. Well, the... It only translates in German. <laughs> it's like, um, yeah. whatever. <laughs> Continue. Never mind. Um, Birta, what are some of your biggest influences? Um, I mean, like originally, I think my you know, like you mean people, right? Um, it doesn't have to be people. It could be books, movies, shows, TV shows, movies. So I said I mean, movies. Books, like the first thing that I was really nerdy about, I guess, was Harry Potter. Like, you know, that was a thing when I was like in second grade, maybe I read my first book already, um, which was pretty advanced because I was sick and like my whole, um, I, we were all visiting my grandma and all my cousins got to go to like a horse riding farm on like a long weekend. And I was completely sick. And in that long weekend, I read Harry Potter for the first time. So um, that was, you know, seven, eight year old me. Um, but then the years after, I think um, one influence has been my middle brother. So he's younger than me, but he's the middle one. Um, and then these days, um, because he's, well, he's a gamer and, um, you know, he played a lot of games when we were kids and with him, I played, um, 
um, Sacred, um, which is similar to Diablo. It's basically a German Diablo ripoff. Um, <laughs> we played that when, you know, in the times of LAN playing and, you know, my laptop wasn't really strong enough for it, but we managed and stuff like that. Um, so that was in my like early teens. Um, and then these days, I think it's really um, Dragon Powered Studio because like, you know, all the people there, because that's where, you know, I hear about new games or I, you know, join board games with you guys or join something like the Among Us games sessions that we've had and, you know, things like that. So I think that is like currently my biggest influence right now is really that community of friends and awesome people who, you know, show me the geeky world, basically. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, that's a really good community as well, I have to say. Yeah. Um, so other than playing Animal Crossing and hanging out with DPS, do you have any other geeky pastimes that you're currently involved in? Um, currently geeky pastimes? Actually, I mean, if you really take out um, DPS and Animal Crossing, I don't think so, actually. <laughs> um, I mean, like I said, I was playing Stardew Valley earlier than that. And I mean, I own a Switch, so, um, you know, I play on that. Um, I was playing the Pokemon Sword game for a while and, you know, stuff like that. But I think this is probably the geeky stuff that I'm currently playing is really Animal Crossing and doing stuff with Dragon Powered Studio. I like that. <laughs> so, Goethe, tell us why you love Animal Crossing so much. Um, yeah, I think you guys said it earlier, is the wholesomeness of things. Um, and I am a... I'm a relaxed gamer. I mean, the I, I'm not that great. <laughs> Sorry at, that I laugh here right now. <laughs> because I get stressed in games really easily. I get stressed in general. Like it's it's a thing with me. And um, like playing two stressful games is not that easy for me. So Final Fantasy, like when we all played that together a while ago, that was like my limit of like stressfulness that I can probably handle. Um, and like, you know, I, I play Diablo and stuff like that, that that's fine. Um, but I can't really like do much stressful stuff and I really like relaxing with games. So um, Animal Crossing takes that same thing as Stardew Valley does that, you know, you just, it's relaxing and you just, you know, you spend your time and you're happy and like you're doing nice things and, you know, it's, it's really wholesome. And um, I think it's really fun and um, cute and, I like that it also has a bit of the community aspect to it that now that I can play it online because Marty did some <laughs> magic with our Wi-Fi so that we can now play online on this game. Um, it's really nice that, you know, I can visit Monica and like pick up some flowers and, you know, um, then send another friend some flowers that she sent me because they haven't visited each other because his Wi-Fi doesn't do it. And, you know, stuff like that. It's a bit complicated, um, but it's it's really fun to have that communi community aspect to it, which I find difficult with some other games sometimes. Oh, I can see that, how that's difficult. Uh, you and Jesse, who we're also playing with, who you sent, uh, who I can't visit because of his shitty Wi-Fi, um, you and him started to talk about Austin John, which I haven't known before, <laughs> and um, I started to follow on YouTube now, and, uh, and he's coming out with a, an Animal Crossing video every day, basically. Um, and he also has the Discord channel, and since we have a lack of friends who also play Animal Crossing, and we really need more flowers... <laughs> 
So what I then did is I joined his Discord channel and I really have to say it really replicates what you just said there as well because people are really friendly most of the time. I mean, I said shit in there once and I totally got deleted immediately, which I then, I was already like, I'm not swearing here. I keep my F-bombs to myself. And then I said something about, this was utterly shit. And suddenly it popped up and I was like, oh, oh, oh shit counts as well. So I'm not saying it anymore. But in general, they are also really nice and they send you flowers. And if you ask them if you can come and buy stuff from their place, and then I have not experienced, I mean, that is my experience from the weekend because that's what I did. I was gathering more flowers for all of us. Um, <laughs> um, that's really what I noticed there as well, that everybody's keen on helping each other out and, and um, doing all that good stuff yeah. to make each of the silence better. And I think it's something that, again, drawing the parallel to Stardew Valley is that, you know, I, I am on Reddit quite a bit. So I guess that's also one of my pastimes. I'm sorry that I didn't mention that earlier. That is I don't, true. I lurk on Reddit. I don't post, I lurk. <laughs> um, but I, um, like the Stardew Valley subreddit is probably one of the nicest subreddits I've ever seen. Um, it just doesn't have trolls in that way, or at least I don't know they, if they're being handled really well, but it's just a really wholesome subreddit. And I think it goes along with the game being so wholesome. Mm -hmm. And um, now with Animal Crossing, I think it just attracted a bunch of um, YouTubers who are really wholesome in that way too. And especially with Austin John, like shout out to him because he plays really nicely and like is really wholesome. Like, you know, the kind of person that runs through a flower and apologizes to it because the petals fell down. <laughs> like, to me, that's just nice. Um, <laughs> also, I found it really great because people obviously start to send him stuff and he doesn't try to progress his game. So he really is playing the game like intensely, like for hours on end, I guess. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what a life. Um, anyway, and <laughs> people send him things and they also send him things that they have already either achieved, which I doubt, uh, but or which they've mined through data mining or whatever. or Well, cheating, basically. Cheating hacking and, their console. Yeah. Um, and they send him a lot of resources and he just... he publicly said on his youtube video video he doesn't want that he doesn't want things that progress his game and he threw it in the bin um which yeah. he got shit for but i was like i think that's decent move to do it like that because he still puts in a lot of work he's still so far ahead of so many other people i guess um and yeah he's just doing it in a really decent kind of way as well which i found find really yeah enlightening refreshing is what i wanted to say not enlightening no i agree and it's like one of my daily highlights right now you know in the <laughs> quarantine life like i watch those videos every day yeah. um so it's really fun so since we were talking about geeky pastimes i watch youtube videos right now too and <laughs> i also not just about austin john plays but also um about chateaus for some reason that's my last what about you know french chateaus like little you know castles but not castles so a bit smaller than a castle it's so i think random. that's the definition of it. well i don't know it just happened it just was in my 
you know. And then there are videos about French little castles that you can watch and what's happening. No, it's basically like my vlogs. creep in castle view. <laughs> no, but more like vlogs. So I think it originally started with um, a British TV channel doing some um, series about British people having chateaus, like remodeling chateaus in France because they're really big buildings. So what happens is that they're so big and so expensive that people don't want to have them. So they actually get not that like I mean those like the chateau of one of the channels I've watched like that costs the same as a house in Denmark like a normal house but because it's so big and it costs you several thousands in upkeep each month nobody wants to have them mm -hmm. and it's really expensive to remodel them because you know several hundred year old wood and stuff like that is expensive so um, after that TV show I think um, at least some of them started um, vlogs and um, you know then one of them. Her friend started one recently, and I think that got them up in the algorithm in YouTube somehow, and it ended up in my timeline. So I've been watching videos about the daily life of people living in and remodeling chateaus, and yeah. That is so fucking random. I love it. <laughs> yes. so I have a question for you guys. When you're playing Animal Crossing, are you only playing Animal Crossing, or do you have something else on as well? Because like it is a really relaxing game, mm -hmm. and it's something that like I played it for yesterday was probably my first proper binge of it and I actually was playing for four or five hours um and most of that time I literally just like sat there with no other distractions towards the mm -hmm. end of it I was like oh what if I listen to podcasts while I have this on it's so, like then I had a podcast on um mm -hmm. and like that was working really well for me but like what's how do you guys play or does it depend on your mood so that's actually why I watched these videos is because I was playing Animal Crossing and I was watching these videos at the same time. <laughs> uh, so that's what Next I'm doing. Next here to build chateaus in Animal Crossing. <laughs> no, no. Um, but it's like the kind Pretty of thing where I do it mixed. So I like if I go visit an island, for example, I'll probably not watch a video, but then in between and then I like play for a bit and then I watch something. And then, you know, right now I've been watching more videos than playing, but you know, stuff like that where I mix it. But I think I like the podcast idea and I might take that up because I get really distracted when I watch the videos. Mm. <laughs> I totally see how that happens. Yeah, yeah it's it, it's proving to be a great way for me to listen to podcasts because I usually only listen when I'm traveling or like commuting somewhere. And right now, like, I'm not doing that because like <laughs> nobody is, right? Um, <laughs> so I've built up a backlog of podcasts. So I'm like, and I listen to my podcasts like on at least speed one and a half because that's what I do within like one of my jobs so like it seems really slow to listen to any podcast on normal speed now so like I'm flying <laughs> through shows <laughs> oh, I can see how that's a thing when you listen to it one and a half faster like one yeah. and a half not one wow well I can I did watch because I'm playing on the TV so um I didn't really do anything else I was continuously like on the weekend i was combin combining it with being active in that discord to figure out where i can get stuff so that was a bit more work than usually um other than that i already watched it with while i was watching television so i took out the handheld and i was watching it while i was doing television while i was watching tv as at the same time uh i also did go to the bathtub with it twice <laughs> <laughs> okay i like that that's what happened i didn't fall into uh, into the bathtub which is great um so oh yeah we survived that, um, that would be my biggest fear taking the switch above the water i'm like oh i don't know if i could do that Did i'm that already 
afraid of taking it into the bathroom here because um, as Amanda might know, the bathroom here in our old Copenhagen apartment is extremely small, as in it is smaller than my parents' guest bath bathroom and theirs does not have a shower in it. And um, which means that if I put the switch in front of me on the floor and turn on the sink, um, the shower head is attached to that, um, to the sink too. And sometimes when you turn on the sink, water drips. And I'm so afraid that the water is going to drip on the switch. Oh, you know, like I I, I'm so afraid of that. So I always have to make sure that like, just in case I put it on the side so it can't get any water on top of it. <laughs> just because this, this like bathroom is so tiny that, you know. It's the smallest bathroom I've ever seen in my life. Aww. Well, like our closet is bigger than this bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> True. How unfortunate. <laughs> so you can't even play it in the bathtub if you don't, if you even have oh, one. We don't have don't a bathtub. <laughs> so, and in our, the shower, I wouldn't play it either. <laughs> Well, just to explain this, like our shower is basically around the sink. Like you literally pull a shower curtain around you, around the sink. Uh -huh. And the like shower head is attached to the, like the faucet of the sink too. So it's Interesting. like, and it's you, you like when you have the shower curtain, it like hangs like 10 centimeters over the toilet too. Like that's how tiny it is. Like you're standing in front and of the sink, but also like, you know. I wouldn't take yeah, my switch into the bathroom. You can sit down on bath. the toilet and have a shower. <laughs> like, I'd literally clean the toilet with the shower head because why would you not if That's you have practical. it? practical. That is really practical. Yeah. You can wash your bum with it as well. That's great. I guess I could. I have not done that yet. <laughs> that's, that's way, isn't that way healthier? You survived the corona crisis without toilet paper. I'm telling you that much. You would. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But there's a thing where we legit have to have something for the toilet um, thing where like all our toilet rolls in, are in a box so that they can't get wet. Interesting. The tiny thing. They still get a little bit wet though. Sometimes. <laughs> well, there's like a sh the shower head goes in front of it. The, the shower curtain, sorry. So. It's probably yeah. upgraded that by now. Probably. So, <laughs> these are Copenhagen shower stories. Yeah, true. Anyways, so I have to say, like, I am really thankful for the two of you because I know I've played at this point over 20 hours of Animal Crossing and I am still feel like I have no idea what I'm doing. So every, like, every once in a while, and by every once in a while, I mean, like, sometimes multiple times a day, I'm like, guys, how do I do this? Or <laughs> what, what about this? And, like, I'm really thankful for you guys. Um, now, I know that you guys have played a considerable amount more than, than me and you've also had the game for a few weeks longer than me as well. Um, so when, at what point do you actually feel like you know what's going on? Like, when do you understand this? <laughs> I don't know if I feel like I know what's going on, to be that's honest. Every, so yeah. every video that I watch, I'm again like, what? <laughs> I didn't know that. The problem is that he, that Austin John is US, so he's publishing his videos when we are basically almost done with our day. And then the good stuff we miss like there was this fishing tourney on the weekend and we were like oh i was like well i just need to fish in three minutes and then whatever and then I, uh, when my tournament ended i found out that i could have fished with people and i could have gotten a tro gotten a trophy and i was like yeah whatever i didn't know that but it will come yep. again um, yeah so i think that's that's the kind of issue that i have too is that you know because well, it's not an issue, but it's um, that because I don't know the previous games, I don't think we have the 
background that some other players have mm. um where like they know how things had been done in the past and i know that the fishing tournament is actually different than it was in the past that in the past you had to get the biggest fish and now it's um the most fish um but i think like i don't know if maybe in the past they already played together too i don't know if it had that aspect because it wasn't on the switch it was on the wii and stuff so i assume it hadn't no, so, I, don't think so I was really you couldn't, surprised. You couldn't play together with the N64 or anything, and after yeah. after that, Nintendo consoles. I mean, they still really suck at multiplayer and online gaming. The Nintendo console. We have to be pretty frank about that yes. as well, <laughs> because what you had to so you had what the D nut type, and yes, I had C. Yeah, so for others who don't know what we're talking about is that um, depending on how your router protects certain, th like how your router is set up and also your internet provider is set up, um, you might not be able to game multiplayer with at least Animal Crossing. I'm not sure if it's with all um, Switch games, but it's with a lot of them, I think. Um, and it's basically on how it protects you and your IP address and things like that. And so, yeah, yes, and me both couldn't play online. So Monica had nobody to play online with until Amanda, like very later, um, got the game too. And then I got my boyfriend to call our internet provider to get the setup. So now we have two Wi-Fi's in this apartment, one that is, has a public IP address and that I can use for games with the Switch. And yes, is lucky enough to live in the same city at least, but with Corona, it's currently not that easy. So he can come by and like play outside our house, which he has done once so far. <laughs> but yeah, that's oh, determination to get a separate yeah. Wi-Fi connection so that, it, that you can play online. I mean, I recall that my boyfriend had an issue with a nut type with a PlayStation as well, but that was more concerning his speed or something, but not really his general mm -hmm. ability to play together. And that nut type was really is really keeping people from playing together at all, which I find is a bit, bit problematic because if you have more letters than if you go to, because Beata had D and then Yesa had C and I had B and I could play and C couldn't play. So I'm like, that's mm -hmm. not way, way, way worse. If you know what I mean? In the alphabet, that's not that far behind. <laughs> <laughs> but but I think work. it's actually also like, you know, the way Animal Crossing is set up right now is that, you can't get all the fruits and all the flowers if you don't play with your friends. And I think that's a really bad setup right now, considering mm. how many people are having these issues and maybe can't solve it. Because if you, for example, live in university dorms or something like that, you might not have access to your router settings or your, your internet provider mm. directly. And so these people are just not able to do this. And I think it's a really bad setup that people who maybe don't play this game online or don't have the ability can't play the game completely like they will never be able to get all the points in this game because they can't host games they can't you know all these things so um i think it would be nice if you know because they have mystery island tours where you can go on other islands basically uh ransack them and like you know get all the wood and all the resources there so you don't have to do that to your own island and um I think it would be nice if they had set it up in a way that after a while you would be able to get, you know, other fruits and other flowers from these islands, mm -hmm. because I think it would be a really easy way for them to set that up without forcing people to have to play multiplayer, because, well, it's currently also a technical issue, not just a wanting issue. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think people would even get it, because even the Switch Online 
um, fee for the year is not the worst compared yeah. to other yeah. consoles. So people would probably even get it. But then they get it and then they have no idea about that. Um, yeah. And then you bought it extra for this and then it, then it just doesn't work. Then it's just really pissing people off right at the beginning. Because you're like, oh, you have cherries, you have pears, let's go get them. And then you can't. It's just really an un... I don't know, not nice feeling to start a game out with, I guess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But we made it work. Yeah. You know what else is not a nice way to start playing Animal Crossing? What? When your boyfriend makes the island and then decides that he's not actually going to play that much and you don't realize until you're like six hours into the game that actually you can't do anything without him being like as invested in the game as you are and he's not going to do that. So you have to start four times in order to make it work. (laughs) That is also a really shitty setup. Yeah, it's like a really, really shitty setup, and it's something that I like didn't realize. And you guys were like, "What? What are you talking about? Like, why? Why can't you get the museum?" And I'm like, "I don't know. I have and all the bugs. I gave him everything. He's not giving yeah. it to me." So, to ex- so this yeah. is just like some forewarning for anybody listening. If you are going to play Animal Crossing and you're going to share an animal, like a Nintendo Switch, and you're both going to play, make sure that whoever is the lead resident is like playing the most and progressing the story otherwise like you're fucked and like it's so it's it's not something that they advertise and i read like through a forum about people having the same complaint and the same problem and like some people didn't even realize for like 20 hours or more into the game when they were like why isn't this working like is this all it is this is so lame um because that's what i was like i was like this like what is the point of this um (laughs) So yeah, that's just like an FYI, um, or you could do what other friends of ours, Michael and Selena have done. And like Selena just went up and bought herself uh, a Switch Lite and like solved that problem right there before they even knew it was going to be a problem. But they also had to buy the game again, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that is really annoying. Oh, they only had to buy the game, I guess, if they wanted to play it at the same time. What? Because, like, if you borrow the physical copy of the game, like, if it's a physical Ah, copy, uh, you can both play the game. I understand. You just couldn't play it at the same time. Oh, yeah, that's where physical copies definitely do make sense. (laughs) Yeah. I literally only have one physical copy of one Nintendo game I couldn't share with anyone. Mm. Yeah, I'm for the But I usually, all my bank accounts are in euros because I am German and that's what I had. And so I have my store set to Germany. And um, so it's easier for me to pay that. And in Denmark, I can only buy the physical copies then. Um, And I don't want the Danish physical copies because they are like 10 euros more expensive. Mm. So wow. When you download it in the store, it's the regular euro price, right? Yes. Yes, okay. because I have set it to location Germany, and then I pay Euro price, and then the German would it be price. more expensive if you had location Denmark? Yes, because I would pay in, in Danish kroners, and it's partially not because it's, it's mostly because of the how the VAT is, because the German VAT is nineteen percent, whereas this the Danish one being twenty five percent. So you know, five percent yeah. on top of your you know sixty nine, you know that alone is quite a bit. Yeah. and then just for me, the conversion costs me money too, and then. I you see, know. I see. That's why I had issues with Steam initially, because um, that was another challenge. It took me like some months to be able to actually um, get games on Steam, because I live in Denmark, but I don't have a Danish credit card or anything else. So I had to travel to Germany first to be able to get um, the anything on Steam. 
because I <laughs> only have a German credit card. And because you're in Denmark, it recognizes that you're in Denmark and then you can't pay with the German. Wow. Yes. So it's for fraud protection so that, you know, nobody can like steal your credit card and like buy something from another country and things like that. Makes sense. But wow, it's extreme. Yeah. Well, and I mean, these days it's set up that that nobody can even gift you games in that stage because you have to spend five um, dollars to be able to have friends on Steam. So if you can't spend five dollars, then you can't do anything. So I think initially we might have solved it by me using Marty's credit card, but you know, it's like really annoying like that. Mm, mm. Wow, fascinating. Fun. Yeah. What are the things that you enjoy most about Animal Crossing, Beatrice? I like catching butterflies. <laughs> Is that weird? No. They're um, so pretty. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, and I really like the museum. I think actually the museum itself is like really what I like working towards the most. Um, and that one took me so much by surprise, like incredibly Same. by surprise because I hadn't played the game before. And I don't know if the museum was as great in the past ones. I've, I've heard from other players that they enjoyed it so much too. Um, but you know in stardew valley you just get a museum where like it, it's like just you just have all these gems sitting on like a table so it's a bit boring um and then i got into animal crossing and you go into this museum and um suddenly it's like really like a real mu museum with like they put mm -hmm. so much effort into this like the butterfly um house is so amazing with like during the day all the butterflies fluttering around and um, you know, you're walking into the fossil room and if you stand on certain points, it changes the camera angle so you can see all the fossils and, um, you know, the fish tunnel. So there's like a thing where, you know, how in aquariums, there's often like a tunnel where you're like underneath all the fish and they have that in there too. And like all these amazing aspects of like these tiny little details in this museum are absolutely um, like amazing. Um, so that alone makes me want to like, you know, I'm someone who wants to achieve all the achievements in this game, but <laughs> so like, many this part for you to achieve. <laughs> yeah, it will never happen. Um, but it's, you know, because it's, it's just amazing, this museum itself. Um, and I mean, it's going to take us and um, me until December to get this museum finished, I yeah. think, um, because I wasn't playing strong enough in March yet because I actually started relatively late. Um, I started a week after I got out, well, which is, well, not relatively late, but later than basically everyone else. Um, and I didn't get some of the fish because I didn't have certain strategies yet. Like I hadn't watched YouTube videos on it yet. And like, I wasn't that far yet that I understood how to, you know, specifically try to get certain fish and like all these kinds of things. Like it was a learning curve for mm -hmm. me too. Um, you know, until I watched YouTube videos, read Reddit, all these things. And so I don't, I didn't, I missed a fish that left us at end of March and now in April is available anymore. Fish. <laughs> yes. So I don't have a string fish and Neither. that's only back in December, I think. So yeah. Yeah. At the beginning, I was super annoyed that you couldn't progress the game. Re like, because you give me Stardew Valley and I was also binging it for a bit not as intensely obviously and then you could just go to bed and the next day starts and then you can do that and then note i recall even Peter telling me that's so annoying that i can't continue on the on to the next day because in animal crossing it's an actual human life day so you your day is not over until your day is over so you can't when tom nook is telling you your house will be available tomorrow then your house will be available tomorrow unless you do some time traveling you won't have a house today 
So you're like, oh man, but I want to do this and that and this and that. But in the in the same way where it keeps you from binging, it still keeps you binging at the same time because you will go back the next day and do it, do, go check out that house and do what you wanted to do the day before. So it turned out to be a smart way of keeping people kind of in the game as well. Even though at the beginning you're like, oh, well, but I want to have it now. And now I'm like, oh, I built the bridge and now I have to wait until tomorrow, until it's demolished and I can build the, the new one the day after tomorrow. So that's kind of annoying, but also keeping you in the game at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, it's like one of those things that I'm still not sure how much I like that part because I have a very addictive personality and um, I don't like that it basically makes me addicted to the game every day. Um, that it basically, you know, I, I had to make a very conscious decision about not having the switch in the bedroom, for example, so that I wouldn't take it out in the morning. And I don't think it's a very healthy thing for me as someone who you know, in the last, you know, the last month of Corona lockdown might have not enjoyed the best mental health. Um, I don't think it's the greatest thing for me to play this game first thing when I wake up. Um, admittedly, I still take off my phone first thing when I wake up. That's also really <laughs> bad. But, you know, um, and but yeah, I think initially when I complained about it was because I was still on the introductory day and there wasn't really much to do because you can't cross the river yet, you can't climb up anything yet, you don't can't travel anywhere else yet, versus now there's a lot more to do than the very first day. Um, so I think that was initially why I was like, okay, what do I do now? Mm. I mean, I could have just harvested a lot more stuff probably, but... I, I'm not 100% the one who walks around her island and shakes every tree every day. Um, that is not really in my... I, I don't really like doing that. So um, You can't yeah. just get rid of most of the trees and then have just a few of them and then shake them. Yeah, I have thought about doing it that I um, get rid of all the non... Um, Fruit-bearing trees? Yes, um, except all the... Cinta what do you trees? call it? Yes. Thank you for knowing what <laughs> I want to say. Trees? Cedar, Cedar trees? Cedar trees. The ones that are Cedar like trees. on the mountains, like the first and second level, yeah. that look different from... Because the issue is now that there's no cherry blossoms anymore, you can't see which trees are fruit trees and which trees are uh, non-fruit trees, um, just hardwood trees. And so I should have really done it like Austin did, that I removed all my... Yeah cherry blossom trees when you could see which tree was a fruit tree and which wasn't the only question i have is though these would be the ones that would be yellow and fall right that's the other thing i want that (laughs) you can't get rid of all those trees because they probably change color yeah and as much as i really like how you know all the people are making these really cool islands where everything looks a bit like a city and it's so built out and there's something everywhere i really like my island that has a lot of nature Mm. um especially right now where i'm living in a city and i haven't really enjoyed nature in quite a while and you know we i just came back from a skiing trip right before well actually the day denmark closed the borders um it basically corona got really crazy while i was on the holiday um and so we have been under lockdown here now and you know we we have a park not that far away but we've been a bit careful about that so mm. my only nature right now is sitting on the balcony on a like you know there's a big street just one street away and there's like no trees in our direct street 
So it's not really nature. Yeah, <laughs> so city yeah. life. Yeah. Yeah, I see how that makes sense. Also having For like wooden areas also in game to kind of get it a bit, bit when you can't get it in real life somehow. Yeah. Because it is pretty and they're really pretty. <laughs> yes. So that actually leads me to a question that I wanted to ask. Um, my island has a lot of trees, like a, a lot of trees. And I'm like, do I cut them down? Do I move them? Do I like, what do I do with these trees? And at the same time, like, but if I take them down, then then I don't have any trees. And I'm just, I'm just in this like weird position where I don't actually know what to do with all the trees and what I'm supposed to do with them. Or like, at least I know in Star uh, Stardew Valley, when you cut down a tree, it's like, it's okay because that's what you're supposed to do on your farm. But I feel like you, I shouldn't touch the trees because they're the way nature intends them to be, except for the ones that I planted. Anyway, they're just like in a weird space. So tell me what to do, please. So like what what I think mostly is the fruit trees you'd probably um, move somewhere else probably unless I mean your own fruit trees maybe you know you can cut down a few if you want to but you know and then the other trees it's like if you want to build a house somewhere you're probably just cut down gonna cut down the tree first and then build the house there like you know if a tree is in the way. Um, there are um, saplings in the saplings. How do you saplings. say saplings um, in the shop? So you can actually buy new trees if you want to. So you can plant new ones. So and um, yeah. So you spent some time, uh, some money with uh, the nook nook nooklings. <laughs> I don't know. So do you make? Do you just how, how do you structure the trees? Like I'm I'm having a real issue about the trees. And I just don't know what to do. Like, do you make a forest? Do you like line them up? Do you just like put them down higgledy piggledy like they are now, but like less? Like I started to group. Yes, however you want. That's I think that's the challenging part with with that island kind of because you think on the one hand, oh, it's quite small, but then you're like getting rid of all, starting to get rid of the trees and suddenly you have so much room and then like me start to get rid of a river because it's in the way and you don't want to hop over it all the time. And then you're like, oh, wow, there's so much space right now. What am I going to do? So what I did, <laughs> what I'm starting to do is um, making one area where I have my fruit trees so I can know, I know that these are all my fruit trees. I mark them on the floor with, with what kind of fruit where, is where. And then everything else I kind of think I'm going to get rid of. I, I will keep one area where I have like the cedar trees, but only a few of them. And then depending on what creativity hits me, what I'm going to do with my island, which I don't know yet because I'm still moving all the houses around all the time. Um, then I will start to probably get rid of all the trees. And see, for me, it's actually really different because I, like I said, I really enjoy keeping the island a bit natural. And if that means I will never get to a five-star rating, I'm kind of okay with that. So I am, so, you know, to people who don't understand, like you get like a rating for your island based on how decorated it is. And, you know, if you pick up all the weeds and don't have any tree branches on the floor and stuff like that. And I kind of like having it a bit more natural and so um i will probably keep a lot of trees and even with my villagers i will probably have like a tree in each yard and stuff like that where i kind of like that kind of natural look a bit more mm -hmm. so um you know like for example my paths in are not the completely straight paths a lot of time and things like that so you know i I do have some areas where I have some trees that are like grouped together the fruit trees 
And I have to think about a new way of doing that now because I moved the museum somewhere else and suddenly I can't have the trees where they were and stuff. <laughs> um, you know how it goes. Um, and I haven't really found the energy of, um, you know, eating 20 fruit to be able to move 20 <laughs> fruit trees. Um, it's, also very it's like one of those things. And that's actually like one of those things where I'm currently um, a bit, you know, upset about with with the game is that I think there's a bit of quality of life updates necessary in some ways mm. where like um, there are a lot of repetitive things in a way that it's kind of daunting to have to move all these fruit trees and stuff. Mm. Like I know I would spend at least an hour on it and because I would have to click the same thing so many times and there isn't an easy way of doing certain things. Like also moving my flower beds is going to be horrible, but I have to because mm. I don't want them the way they were and I don't, but I don't have the picket fence yet that I want to have for them. So it doesn't <laughs> matter. Yet. So, Hey, if anyone out there wants to send me the recipe for the picket fence that you get in the very beginning, I would really like that DIY recipe. I think I've read that you can't have a fence DIY recipe twice. I've read that today in Discord. I found it weird, but somebody said but that. But I have, I have the recipe for the stone wall, and I've had it in the ATM again. So could you I have bought I, it? I think I could have bought the stone fence again, but I want the picket fence. I have the stone fence already. Yeah. How do you like? I I literally just got. Tom Nook gave me like 30 picket fences yesterday. Yeah. Um, do you get a recipe with them? Like how how does that happen that you don't have that? Yeah, so that's the thing. So you have to craft fences yourself. And to get the recipe for them, you have to redeem Nook Miles to um, get recipes for um, different types of fences. And so um, the picket fence one, it's like really a weird setup that the first day you get this fence, it isn't in the ATM to get that fence, like more of that fence. So now you have 30, 40. Are you sure that, that you fence. don't have that DIY recipe? Yeah, I am very sure. I don't have the DIY recipe for the picket fence. You're just like, I fucking know, Monica. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'm just because kidding. it really annoys me. I thought I could recreate more fence. Have I will have to look at it after. I don't know. I th I think I have it, but if you say you don't have it, then maybe I don't have it. And like, I mean, I want to worry the fences, but for my flowers, I wanted this one because you can see through it a bit, but it's not just a rope fence that is really like little. I have I a want... country fence, similar, has wooden yeah. block thingies. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I've seen that one on the island. See? That, that was... We can make something but... happen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my last question and if we want to talk about anything else, but this is my last question. So I'm not really into, despite like occasionally looking on Twitch and, and something like, if I'm not super active watching YouTube videos by this Austin John or like reading Reddit or going on Discord, like, am I ever going to figure this game out on my own? Like, or is it pretty much essential that I'm probably going to want to consume content that other people have made? I think I think you can figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, it's just that it's like sometimes helpful and you're like, aha, you know, it's a bit more like, you know, maximizing the game a bit or how do you, how do that's, it's a gamer word. I never know how you say it. Yeah, sounds good. Like maximizing. Where, where like, you know, you spend the minimal time to like maximize your outcome. Um, yes, that was the one I was looking for. Um, mm -hmm. 
where, you know, for example, all the things with like how to farm tarantulas or something to make a lot of money, you know, stuff like that, where you use the techniques of the game to maximize your game a bit. Um, that's stuff that you would probably not figure out yourself unless you spent a crazy amount of time on it and like figuring it out in a way that only someone who gets paid to do this does mm -hmm. um, or someone who really is very, very crazy about the game or time travels or stuff like that. Um, meaning time travel, meaning you change the date on your Switch to be able to progress to the next game, uh, next day. Um, so like these kinds of things like, you know, would probably not be possible without watching these videos or reading things. But then the normal gameplay and progressing and getting to the concert and like all these kinds of things, I think that's very possible yeah. without without watching yeah. these videos or being part of a community or even being able to play it, play it online, I think. Yeah. And I mean, it depends really what you want from it in the very end, because obviously whenever you ask for an extension on your house the price is going to go up so you you will hit a number of bells that you have to pay so bells is the money in the game for people who have been listening until now and have no idea what we're talking about um and you it soon will get into the seven hundred thousand, one million, two million bells and you're like how am i ever gonna make that shit done, shit ton of money i can't fish all day so that's when you start to think like how can i get the most profit out of this game right now to because i still but then is it really is that extension that important to you so uh, do, are you do you want to have this um And do you a want to invest so much time until you have got all the belts by fishing <laughs> or other stuff, um, or selling or crafting and all that stuff, or are you trying to get the most money out of something else? And how can you do that? And then I think is the point where you start looking into other content, like how can I make more money in a short amount of time? Because I still want the extension, and I don't want to spend three months fishing and doing all the crafting stuff yeah. for me to pay off that loan that that stupid raccoon wants from me again yeah yeah and that's where it really helped to like and i mean i'm not that hardcore that i would really only go tarantula farming so what people do is on islands they remove everything that can spawn other insects except um tarantulas and you can't really get rid of water bugs but there's and like but you get rid of flowers and um, trees and tree stumps and stuff like that so that it, the slots that insects spawn into um, aren't there. So only ground spawns are happening. And then they run around trying to get rid of the ones that aren't tarantulas. And then they catch tarantulas because tarantulas are the most money of insects that you can catch. And you can relatively reliably um, spawn them on certain mystery islands that you can travel to. Um, but for me, it's something where I would leave two or three st trees standing so that I would get um, atlas moss which are like half the price of a tarantula maybe but, they but it's way not more yeah. frequently exactly mm. and it's not worth it for me to spend you know two hours trying to get tarantulas when i can get you know moths in half an hour mm. so it's like the kind of thing where you know it's a lot more relaxed and those moths don't kill me you know well <laughs> i mean tarantulas don't kill you they just make you faint but um still it's yeah. like, and you don't lose anything it's not like with stardew valley it's actually i don't like mining because you will lose energy and then you have to hit 
enemies and you know it's the anxiety part again from the stress part that i don't like that much so it's actually really great playing it with marty because he would do the mining and i would do the other stuff um and tom <laughs> yeah i saw that um i watched uh, amanda and tom play stardew valley a bit um and i mean it's the same with the tarantulas that you know they like Every time one like runs towards oh, me, wow. I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, and then I never hit it. Um, I got on the tarantula island pretty early in the game. I definitely spent like two hours on that island because I fainted all the time. But by the end of it, I now know how to catch tarantulas without fainting. That's great. What one's the tarantula island? Yeah, they have a uh, one small river, and in the middle, it's all just tarantulas. Oh, I've never seen that. Yeah, it's a mystery yeah. one. I had it so on accident. Like- one. There's like a website, well, actually on the um, fandom wiki for Animal Crossing, but also on some other pages, they have like a list of all the possible mystery islands and um, how big the chances of it happening are and stuff like that. And so I you can like a- see from the layout um, on there, like how they describe it. You can see what you- this island probably is the best thing to do on that island. So if you should fish on this island or, you know, stuff like that. So, yeah. I had, I uh, found a website where you can actually see a map of every island, which is super helpful because I don't have mm-hmm. to read up on it and consider, is it that one now or is it not? Um, and then I just look and then I see, oh, that's Big Fish Island. That's just a regular thing island and that's another island. So I just look at the map and then that's super helpful. This has been like a really helpful conversation for me. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything, any other information that you guys want to uh tell us newbies or geek out about Animal Crossing over? Just have fun with it. Because it's really like, there's no optimal way of playing on Animal Crossing, I think. And you can really do with it whatever you want. Um, one recommendation I would give you is that if you have the Able Sisters, um, which have a fashion store, talk to Sable, which is not the blue hedgehog, but the brown hedgehog. Um, talk to her every day. And that progresses you with her and she becomes friendlier. With um, and I'm not going to spoil the rest of it. But, you know, it's really nice. And it's like the kind of details that, you know, even though it's mm-hmm. a character that initially doesn't really want to talk to you and doesn't really have great conversation in the beginning, it like changes the relationship. And the same way with your villagers is that if you talk to them regularly, it increases the relationship. Yeah. So, yeah, just have fun with it. And um, like, you know, Play it that whatever you want. You know, mm. if you want trees, then you have trees. If you don't want trees, then don't have trees. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, for sure. Fantastic. Great. Well, thank you so much, Birta, for coming on and being our Animal Crossing expert, even though I don't think you believe you're an expert, but to <laughs> me, you are. So you are our designated Animal Crossing expert, and we appreciate you coming on. Thank you so, so much. much. Tell our listeners where they can find you on the internet if they want to befriend you. Um, I guess Virtual Birdie is my home, so Birdie with a Y. Um, both virtualbirdie.com, but also at Virtual Birdie on Instagram or stuff like that. I'm not really very active on Twitter, um, but if you mention me, I will probably still see the notification. So, yeah. And on the Discord, on the um, Dragon Powered Studio Discord. That's where I'm at. Yeah, and you can join that Discord at geekcaring.com forward slash Discord. Yeah, we'll put all that information in the show notes. And yeah, if anybody has any Animal Crossing questions or Pokemon Go, actually, because you're legit at that as well. <laughs> I'm um, just like, yeah, just send them over to Birta. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Thanks for doing this with us today. It was a pleasure having you on. 
It was live. awesome being on. I've been wanting to be on this for a while. See? Hey. Everything is happening. <laughs> yeah. You just get that topic that you need the expert for. <laughs> cool. So see you cool. again next week. And don't forget to look where Beats is around. Yeah. And have fun in Animal Crossing. Yes. Bye. 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 If you like this episode of Geek Caring, why not leave us an iTunes review? You can also find us on social at Geek Caring and over on geekcaring.com. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com.